Good afternoon, everyone. This is Father Dan Ketter. I am here with my very good friend, Father Henry Atem, <laughs> to take you through the five o'clock hour of the Quest Pledge Drive, Seek the Kingdom. It's great to be with you all. We're looking forward to a very, very lucrative hour for the Quest. Uh, I know we're going to be able to accomplish that because I've got one of the most popular men in the Archdiocese <laughs> of Atlanta sitting across the table from me, and I am blessed enough to be call him to call him my friend or call myself his friend, yeah. and that is, as I mentioned earlier, Father Henry Attempt. Father Henry, welcome. Well, Father Father Dan, uh, thank you so much for your gracious words. Um, I've known you for quite a long time, and I've always considered you to be one of my role models. So uh, any time to spend with you is always a blessing for me. Well, things can always get better, <laughs> Father <laughs> Henry. Right. So, starting low, That's and right. you built uh, better things, which is and, great. And there's no better way to send, uh, spend St. Patrick's Day than with you, my dear friend. Uh, I, you know, I agree. So. I fully agree. Yes. Saint, happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Father Henry. That's right. To you, to Rachel. You to all our listeners out there. My... Middle name is Patrick. Patrick. That's right. Daniel, Daniel Patrick, Patrick Ketter. Ketter. That's so, right. Very Irish uh, sounding name. So it's uh, and, uh, and a of course name. I'm from far, far southern Ireland. Yeah. All the way into the south, south, <laughs> deep south, into Cameroon. So exactly. That's, yeah, exactly. So. Everybody has an Irish connection today, right? Okay. For sure. We're Good all deal. Irish today. We're all Irish today. So we shouldn't go too long before we put the number out there so people can call in and make a donation to support the quest. That's why we're here. Absolutely. It's not about me. It's not about Father Henry. It is about well, the quest, the quest and supporting this station so that the, the good news of God's kingdom can continue to go out to all the faithful in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. And so please call us at 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. Isn't that clever? The last the four last numbers. The last four digits, right? Who, the, who thought of that? The num- the, I know, Why? right? <laughs> Those people are so smart. I'm telling you, very smart people work here at the radio station. <laughs> oh. Well, we shouldn't go any further without invoking the Lord Absolutely. and asking his blessing upon this time that we spend together. So let's yep. turn to him and pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, on this day in which your church honors your servant, St. Patrick, we come to you and ask that the graces that you bestowed upon him and through him upon the people of Ireland, you would bestow upon us now as we gather together for this time of sharing, of this time of encouragement, of this time of proclaiming the good news of your kingdom to the people here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta and raise support for the Quest Catholic Radio. Lord, you are the provider, the giver of all good gifts. And so we look to you now for an outpouring of your gifts upon us and upon all who are listening to us. May we all be edified, encouraged, and uh, motivated to, to support this radio station during our time together. And so we entrust this time to you. We do so as we do all things, and that is in the name of your Son, Jesus, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Henry, what's that number people should be calling to? I think that number is uh, 470-508-1160. You know... Father Henry, I'm sure you've had a long, busy day in the it parish. It has been a long day. Father Henry is the but, pastor of St. Lawrence Catholic Church in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Big parish, busy yep, parish. Busy parish, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I'm sure it's been a busy day for you as the pastor of that 
that busy parish. It's been a long day for me too, working yeah. in the, the tribunal. The tribunal. So yeah. just so I, I kind of return the favor, but Fa- Father Dan is the uh, judicial vicar for the Archdiocese of Atlanta. So he runs the the tribunal in the Archdiocese with all different kinds of cases and everything else. So Yeah, so it's been a it's been a busy day there too. And I tell you, I I'm I'm being honest. The the opportunity to spend an hour with you at the end of the day just makes me smile. It you is, make me it smile. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's, it's, it's always it's, it's always a great time. I think every time we we hang out, we spend time together. Yep. I think we always really enjoy it, and I think we are always very rejuvenated. So, it, it's definitely yes, the case. I, I I certainly feel that way right, right now. So for those of you who may not have tuned in last fall, was it when yeah, we did last, this? I think was yeah, last fall in September. I think. It was okay. Yeah, sometime the fall. Yeah. So yeah, the la- yeah. the fall pledge drive last year, Father Henry and I were together and spent an, spent an hour on the radio and raised a bundle of money for for the quest, which was we great. Did. But we shared that Father Henry and I studied at Mount Saint Mary's awesome. Seminary together. Mm-hmm. We were there five years together together and in Emmitsburg, Maryland. In Emmitsburg, Maryland, holy yeah. place, holy if place. You ever get a right. chance to go to Emmitsburg? Make a point to do so. Yeah. And then we were ordained together uh, at the cathedral by uh, Wilton Cardinal Gregory. Gregory. That's right. May 31st, 2008. 2008. Absolutely. And so, well, I'm we'll, happy you remember all these details because, you know, sometimes <laughs> I get a little foggy, you know. So, <laughs> so we, are, we are bound together by our formation and by our, our ordination. Uh, yeah, our ordination. That's right. So, it's a beautiful, brother. beautiful thing. Yep. So, folks, uh, before we jump into some meteor conversation, we want to just remind you of the number you can call to make a donation to the Quest, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. Okay, and um, every time you make a donation, we're going to announce that on the radio, so you know. Uh, the ladies who are taking the, uh, taking the information, they'll bring us your first name and where you're calling from. And uh, Father Dan and I, as Father Dan said, we did uh, do this last year, fall of last year, and we, we did raise a, a ton of money for the radio station. But this year, we want to take it a step up. Last year, we did uh, raise, I think, about 10000 And uh, this year, because we know a lot of people are still coming off of the pandemic and all of that, we'll, st- we'll stick to that number. So this year, we're going to make our goal again for the next hour, 10000 we're asking all of our friends out there, all of Father Dan's fans out there, that he's in the station. Please call, make a pledge, and let us support the Quest radio station. Again, that number is 470-508-1160. And this is Father Henry, and I'm here in the studio with Father Dan Ketter, the Judicial Vicar for the Archdiocese of Atlanta. And in fact, we have a donation to announce already. We have a donation to announce. Yeah, this is wow. great. We've already got a couple donations to announce. So just a couple came in last hour, so let me go on and give honor and thanks We to, get credit for those, though. Oh, right. I think we do. Well, they're yeah, marked sure. for the 4 o'clock hour, so <laughs> okay. these are going towards the last hour. But thank you to Laurie M. from Gainesville and Jerry T. for your donations. But you know what, guys? I'm looking over here just watching my computer pop in with more names. So okay. I want to announce those in just a second. But just a heads up to those of you who have been listening to uh, more than just this hour of our pledge drive, you might have heard Father Paul Porter and Father Michael Bremer on yesterday. So this is what we call our dueling priests hours. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have a total from yesterday. Father Michael and Father Paul raised $8,120 and they got 
30 calls or online donations. So um, I love Father Henry's goal of 10,000. So 10,000 would beat them, but it's not just getting 10,000. It's getting 30 donors as well. Oh, okay. And I see that Father Henry is looking at the bell. Do you want to give us a preview of the bell? I was going to say, and right in my hand is a yellow, beautiful bell. And I would like to ring that bell at some point tonight before we conclude this hour. So I'm asking you if we're able to make our goal of 10,000, then uh, Father Dan and I will be able to ring this bell to the honor and glory of God. So please, uh, we need you to support us. We need you to help us meet that goal of 10,000 for this hour. Any amount counts. Every amount is helpful. Nothing is too small to help in this uh, work of evangelization that the quest is carrying out for our archdiocese. How many, um, how many calls did you say they got? 30. 30. Okay. So, folks listening, um, Father Paul Porter and Father Michael Bremer are two of our younger priests. Younger priests, okay. yeah. So, it would not be good for their humility <laughs> for them to show up Could you two imagine guys that? who've been telling you, working been in the diocese for 13 years now. 13 years this summer. So, you know, in the interest of their... Their growth in virtue. I think that's important. And their their priestly vocation, their priestly vocation. And, <laughs> and the humility that they need to be good, faithful, <laughs> humble priests. That's right. Uh, folks, we we have to Yeah, I think we need we need to that. shoot for about forty call uh, fifty callers. So 50? yeah, we there need to go. beat those guys. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what were they ordained? Like last year, a couple of years ago? Yeah, Paul's not yeah, not even one full year not ordained full year. yet. Yeah. yeah. Like Father Michael Bremer two, maybe something like that. Yeah. So yeah. Folks, so um no pressure. I mean, you know, but uh, you can't do this to us. I mean, I think it would not be fair to let Father Dan and I sit out here and get knocked out by two newly ordained priests. Two upstarts. I know that will not be fair to to the work. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so yeah, we're we're reaching out to the the good people of Saint Peter Chanel, where Father Henry began, uh, and, and Paul, been, Father Paul Porter, is and there Father right now. Paul Porter is there so, right now. Yeah. So even more reason why exactly those why. folks need to. <laughs> They, they need to remember to the past, represent. right? They need to remember the past. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Remember your roots, people. That's right. uh, and then the the good people at St. George down in Noonan, although I'm not sure if the signal reaches down there. It doesn't know? reach them, but I think they could do the app. Okay. They could yeah. get the app, and also they could go online, uh, thequestatlanta.com, and they could also tune in and, and be able to listen. Okay, so, yeah, excellent. And then, of course, we've got the, the faithful at St. Lawrence, St. Lawrence in Lawrenceville. Yeah. So, I mean... Father Henry's fan club alone. <laughs> I mean, makes mine look pathetic. I was uh, when you mentioned that your fan club, my fan club. I thought of you know when Joshua was getting ready to take the the Israelites into, into the Jer- Jericho, into yeah. the Holy Land, yeah. you know, and he sent the scouts in, and they exactly. came back and they said it's inhabited with giants, and we must have seemed like grasshoppers to them. That's that's my fan club. Oh, that's your fan club. Yeah. <laughs> Next to Father Henry's fan club, we, we must have seemed like grasshoppers. So, so we're really leaning on the, all the fans of Father Henry to uh, to really help carry us but through you, this hour. But you know what they say, Father Dan: strength is not in numbers. 
So I may I may have the numbers, but I think you have the bigger guys. So, okay. <laughs> so we're all looking up to you. <laughs> okay. So once all again, right. it's 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. Please call and make a donation. Small or large, doesn't matter. Just any support you can give will be very grateful. It'll uh, be a valuable contribution to to what we're doing here at the Quest in, in building this radio station and and making uh, God's kingdom more known and loved through the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Yeah, and I think before we get into the uh, topic for today, which is the kingdom of God, um, I think that it is important that uh, all our uh, supporters and uh, and those who are calling in to help out, I think understand that uh, this radio station is you know uh, at a time when we need to really engage in the uh, you know the uh, actions of evangelization. I think that the quest is really a necessary tool to help in that in that effort. Um, you know, when I think about our Protestant brothers and sisters and how engaged they are in, in the media world already, and the Catholic world, how late we are in getting into it. I think that we too need to step up the plate and and uh, try to ensure that we you know we truly bring the like I said in my parish this uh, past week the jewels of our faith mm-hmm. you know to the world. So mm-hmm. the work that the quest is doing and. Uh, all other Catholic radio stations, I think, is very important. So we need to support the quest. Again, that number is 470-508-1160. Okay. Okay. So our uh, theme for this year's Pledge Drive is Seek the Kingdom. Seek the Kingdom. And uh, we were asked to, to kind of give um, an additional nuance to that for our hour here today. And so our particular hour, we're focusing on the Mass and the kingdom of God, the mass and the kingdom of God. Um, so, Father Henry, the, the kingdom of God is a, it's a big, it's a big notion. It's a big concept. Broad, broad, broad topic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so how can you help maybe zoom in a little bit on, on this and help us to focus on one or another dimension of this? The kingdom of, this, of God. Yeah, broad topic, the kingdom of God. Uh, I think that's a good question. Uh, the kingdom of God, almost everything in the, in the Gospels, uh, is about Jesus Christ trying to come to establish the kingdom of God on earth. So I think that the whole uh, concept or the topic about the kingdom of God, like you said, Father, is it's a very broad concept. Uh, but I think that, and I think our Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ is very clever about the way he talks about the kingdom of God in the, in the Gospels, right? He uses all these parables uh, to try to help us to understand uh, what, the, uh, what the kingdom of God is. And I think that one of my, uh, I guess, favorite parables, or probably one of the ones that I think is most uh, 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 practical in trying to understand the whole concept of the kingdom of God, comes from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25. You know, when he talks about the kingdom of God as a rich man who is about to go on a journey, and he invites his servants and he entrusts talents to them, right? And he to the first one, five, to the second one, two, and to the last one, one. And, and he goes out on this journey, and then the servants go, and they inv- the first two invest their talents, they f- make five more, two more, and then the third one goes and buries his talent in the ground. And then the master comes back for a moment of, of reckoning, right? Um, and I've always loved that image of the kingdom of God because I think that it describes the kingdom of God as uh, what the world seems to be like today. You know, it is a very relatable idea, a relatable uh, concept, a very practical concept, because if you look at the parable, the dynamics of that parable, 
when you think about the rich, the, the, the wealthy man who goes off on the journey, of course, in that parable is the image of the father, mm -hmm. you know, God the father, mm -hmm. who creates a world and seems to be detached away from that world. He seems to be detached from that world, right? And he's gone away on a journey, right? He yeah, gave, yeah, he gave the talents yeah, and then he's not a part of the world. Away. Yeah, exactly. He's gone away. Mm -hmm. He has entrusted us with different gifts and different you know, uh, capabilities. He's given us a world in which man is able to come up with scientific ideas and there's politics and there's economics. And we all have all these talents. And I think that the first temptation, uh, when we think about all that we're able to do, is that sometimes we could think that all these things we do, we do on our own. That man uh, is able to come up with all those things by, by himself, you know. And because God seems to be withdrawn from the world, because he seems to be absent, we fall into the temptation of thinking that, well, we could take matters into our own hands, right? That now man has the the right or man has the ability to chatter whatever course in life that he wants the world to take. Uh, failing to recognize that ultimately, uh, though the world seems as if God is absent from it, God is just as present, mm. right? And that he's, and I think that I love the way that the parable ends, right? Because as we read about this rich, uh, rich man, the wealthy man who is off on the journey, he's going to come back at the end to, you know, to uh, ask us to be accountable, mm -hmm. you know, for the talents that he's given us. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, at this point in our lives, I think that the expectation from each one of us is responsibility. We have to be responsible with the world that has been given to us. Mm -hmm. But with an eye on the accountability that is going to come in at the end, that we are not just doing all those things or all those things that we have around us are gifts mm -hmm. that somebody has entrusted them to us, right? That mm -hmm. indeed... Everything that we're able to do as a talent entrusted to us by, by the Creator. Yeah, you know, so. well, you're, you're bringing up some some good stuff. One, just kind of the the situation in which we find ourselves, which I want yeah. to talk more about that. Mm -hmm. But then also um, that the kingdom of God isn't just this, uh, you know, ready made reality that we just get to to bask in and enjoy, mm -hmm. but we're actually. Call. We have a responsibility. That's right. Co-responsible. Co-responsible. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> For, Co responsibility um, that. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to want to come back to that too. Um, good stuff. But I think we got a couple donors uh, that have uh, called in, and yeah. we want to give them some props. Yeah, we have. We're getting a lot of donors. I keep having to scroll. We're we're getting low. We we're like getting very that. Far. Uh, we like that. Yep. Let's and, keep them coming. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And we're seeing the fan club. So okay. let me tell you who these are for too. Okay. So thank you to Virginia W from Cornelius, North Carolina. Um, thank you also to Diane. M from Lawrenceville and Diane says this is for Father Henry in gratitude to God for his ministry. Amen. Oh, that's Amen. beautiful. And then Thank we've got God. Catherine V from Noonan. This is also for Father Henry. Uh, Great. Jerry T from Atlanta for Father Ketter. Yeah. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amy One of my grasshoppers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amy D from Kennesaw. Amy says for Father Ketter. Um, may God continue to use you and protect you. Oh, Thank praise you. God. Amen. Amen. And then we've got John R. from Lawrenceville. This one's for Father Henry. Here's a pledge you asked for from Lawrenceville. Okay. <laughs> Great. And Thank God. here's Barbara W. from Buford. This is for Father Henry. Thank you, Barbara. Okay. And then Melinda K. from Snellville, also for Father Henry. Yeah. We've got a donation from George G. from Atlanta. Carol R. 
from Swanee. This one's her father, Henry, as well. And Catherine T. So that's our long list of our, our grasshoppers and our giants. And, and you know what? Hey, right. if you want to continue in Father Henry's fan club, I know you're saying some of your fans might not um, be able to hear it on the AM dial, but when you're listening, they should be listening on thequestatlanta.com. And that's, that's where the that's donate right. button is as well. Oh, so beautiful. keep Good calling, point, keep Rachel. donating. Yeah. What's that number again, Father Dan? The number is 470 470-508-1160. You know, and uh, as we as we uh, continue to receive all these calls coming in and all these donations, I want you all to understand that the only reason why I seem to have a few more people than Father Dan is because I'm out in the boonies. So I'm one of the leg soldiers. <laughs> Father Dan is one of the guys in the big offices, the glass office with the corner office and everything else. So, uh, Who nobody likes. <laughs> <laughs> so... So Father Dan has to walk through me to walk to the people, to get to the people. So that's right. That's that that's how the, the archdiocese is structured. So <laughs> Father Dan, we love all the work you do down at the Chancery mm. and all the uh, the support that you continue to give us in the parishes. So yes. we, we really appreciate it. I'm getting it a that. years long training course in humility. That's that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going through right now. Uh, yeah, Rachel, maybe when you're announcing those, maybe you know, maybe don't say when it's always Father, Father Henry. Henry. <laughs> or maybe we'll just maybe we'll just assume it's for Father Henry so you don't right. need to say so and if right. it happens to be for me then you can <laughs> I know I think that we need to get some more calls here for Father Dan 470-508-1160 if you're like me maybe you grew up in St. Jude and you remember Father Dan from there back there I know it was before you went to Catholic to get your canon law degree so hey if you, uh, you used to go to St. Jude or go to St. Jude and remember Father Dan there now why don't you call in and uh, give him a little bit of an ego boost there. No, when you say when you say they remember Father Dan, mm-hmm. just say they remember the Holy Priest, the okay, Holy Spirit in the, the parish. Yes, <laughs> yes that one. I think folks will be able to relate to that more. So, <laughs> well, and actually, we're getting a couple more donors. They just keep popping in. So let me read you the next set, and I'm okay. sure by the time I finish, there's going to be more. Okay. Let's let's see who we've got. Um, so Johanna B from Marietta. This one's for Father Dan. Oh, thank you. We've got uh, Dennis R from Lawrenceville for uh, Father Henry. Okay, Ed and Christine. K from Alpharetta for Father Dan and Lynn G from Swanee. That one uh, does not say who it is for yet, oh, but okay. there we go. That's oh, good. Right. Awesome. So do we know what the total is right now? Because we need to work down that clock a little bit because we need to get to 10 grand. Uh, you are right. Let's see if I can find that total. Okay, if you what could get that, please let it us know. It looks like Rachel. our total right now is about fifteen hundred dollars okay so we wow, are we gotta, getting there but we gotta we gotta got drum some work up to the do. calls yeah Come we got on, a lot guys. of work to do we got a lot of work to do folks yeah. we need to get to it okay we don't have any uh matches this hour so it means it's all on our own that's right all on our <laughs> yeah. own that's right so no matches this hour yeah wow. All right. Um, how are we doing on a break? Are we? Uh, uh, we've got on? just a couple more minutes just, until break. Okay. Okay. Very good. So, so let's pick up on one one theme or one dimension of uh, what you were hitting on, Father Henry, is with the kingdom of God from Matthew's gospel, the parable of the talents, the or talents, yeah, parable of the servants. Um, how does that situation in which those workers find themselves in? How does that parallel with the way Catholics may be experiencing their? Um, their world right now, uh, in terms of yeah. that, that the seeming absence of the of the father of the landowner. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, um, like I said, one of the reasons I really always love that image, that parable, is it gives us the impression that it seems as if God is withdrawn from the world. And I think that for us as Catholics, um, 
the way in which we deal with that is the gift of the Mass. The Mass is that gift that helps us to be able to deal with what seems to be an apparent absence of God in the world, right? Because, um, and that's why the Mass is so central to us. I mean, and that's why that is the greatest gift that Jesus Christ gave to the church before he, he ascended to heaven. Because, you know, I've always thought for so many years, I mean, you know, through, through everything else, I've thought a lot about the words of consecration. Because the words of consecration, I think they help to deal with this apparent absence of God in two ways. First way is remembrance, right? Do this in memory of me. That every time we celebrate the Mass, the Holy Eucharist helps us to remember that God is a part of the world, that God is not withdrawn from the world, right? And the second is communion. Take and eat, take and drink, right? Mm -hmm. That in the words of the uh, consecration, we see that God makes himself so present in the world. And it is only our faith that could help us to be able to appreciate that, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. to be able to experience that presence of God in the world. So every time we gather for mass, particularly in that time of, of, of consecration, yeah. uh, you're saying we are we have a, 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 a visible, audible reminder that Right. The the Lord has not gone away. He That's is not gone he's away. not yep. uh, he's not left us uh, on our own, but rather he is in our midst. He is he present is among he's us. He's part of the world. Yeah. yeah. And so if he's present, his kingdom is present. For Absolutely. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is among you yes. meaning him. Him he, That's right. With his incarnation, the kingdom of God was manifest. An ongoing presence. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So. Good. All right. So I think we're up against a break here. We're going to we're going to take a short pause and then we'll be right back with you to continue our conversation and continue raising funds for the quest. And if you could go ahead and call that number while we're on break 470-508-1160 and folks, we need to get up to 10 grand. So we're getting up this slowly, but please thank you for your contributions. Hi, I'm Dr. Paul Thigden from St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Kennesaw, Georgia. Thank you for listening to AM 1160, The Quest, home of Atlanta Catholic Radio. Hello, I'm Monsignor Daniel Stack from St. Thomas Aquinas Church in Alpharetta, Georgia. One of my favorite prayers, I believe it's from Richard of Chichester, who was used in the musical Godspell. Lord, may I see you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly day by day. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Born on the Feast of the Epiphany, St. Gertrude was a Benedictine nun in Helfta, Saxony. She was one of the great mystics of the 13th century. Together with her friend and teacher, St. Mechthild, she practiced a spirituality called nuptial mysticism, essentially viewing herself as the very bride of Christ. Her spiritual life was rooted in a deeply personal union with Jesus and his sacred heart, leading her into the very life of the Holy Trinity. The Lord dictated the prayer for the holy souls to St. Gertrude in a vision, promising to release a thousand souls from purgatory each and every time it is said. She is the patron saint of gardeners, travelers, widows, the recently deceased, and the mentally ill. The West Indies also claim her as their patron saint. St. Gertrude was canonized in 1677 by Pope Clement XIII. Her feast day is November 16th. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. AM 1160 The Quest is listening to you, too. One listener shared. 
I don't know what I would do without the quest. Every day I get an update on the Catholic Church and hear inspiring stories. I thought I knew a lot about my faith, but I'm learning something new every time I tune in. I feel connected to a larger Catholic community. If you're enjoying the station, please consider supporting us with a donation. Go online to thequestatlanta.com. You've heard of the newlywed game, but are you ready for the not-so-newlywed game? Tune in for the final hour of AM 1160, The Quest Pledge Drive at 5 p.m. on March 18th to hear the McDonald's from St. Jude and the Garrett's from St. Brendan the Navigator square off in this exciting game hour to raise funds for The Quest. Call in and support your favorite couple. You won't want to miss it 5 p.m. on March 18th here on AM 1160, The Quest. In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. Welcome back, all our good friends here in Atlanta listening to AM 1160 The Quest during our spring pledge drive where we're raising money to support Catholic Radio in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. My name is Father Daniel Ketter. I'm here with my very good friend, Father Henry Atem. And we are asking you to call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160 to help us raise $10,000 for the quest so that we can continue to offer great Catholic programming to Catholics and non-Catholics alike here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Father Henry's responsible for this aggressive goal. He's never one to, to lowball things. So he set a high, high goal for us because he's confident in all of you out there who can make this happen. I'm a man of faith, so I always try to you aim are. for the highest that I can. Excellent. And uh, I'm happy to announce to all of you that we just have now a matching gift. So we have one of our donors who just called in and pledged that they're going to match the next $1,500 that we're able to raise. So we are on our way to that 10000 We ask you to call that number, 470-508-1160, and help us raise the next 1500 so we're able to earn that matching gift, and then we'll be on our way to 10000 Great. Folks, for all those of you who have donated already, we say thank you. For those who are uh, looking for your cell phone and digging for your... Uh, Computers, your tablets, <laughs> your, everything else. Right. You know, and, your credit cards. And finding and, your credit card. Yeah. <laughs> we thank you. So uh, please um, call in, support the Quest. We'll be very, very grateful. Yeah. Um, the theme of the Preds Drive this spring is Seek the Kingdom. And Father Henry and I are, are approaching that from the unique perspective of the Mass. Yes. Uh, the source and summit of our Catholic faith is the Eucharist, which is Christ made present in a Holy Mass. And, yes. Uh, Father Henry, keep... keep um, going with that uh, topic. Well, yeah, so I think we're talking about the fact that uh, the words of consecration help us to uh, understand what seems to be an absence of God in the world, um, how God makes himself present, right? So we talked about remembrance, and we also talked about communion, right? Uh, the words of consecration, Jesus said, do this in memory of me. So every time we celebrate the Mass, we know that it is a reminder to us that God is present, 
He, he wants us to remember that though the world seems as if he is not a part of, though we see all these forces of cause and effect, which seem to drive things around us, and uh, somehow we could get complacent and somehow think that, well, uh, God is really not part of the world. I mean, his presence is not that evident, you know. So that remembrance is so important. And then, of course, the second thing is communion, right? He is with us. He is part of us, right? Take and eat, take and drink. So mm -hmm. I think that those two uh, ideas are brought up uh, very squarely in the uh, in the consecration. Mm -hmm. But I think that as we, we think about it, I think it's important to take it a step further because the... Uh, the Mass, as it is, is a gift of the church to us, right? So I tell people every so often in my parish, I say, you know, the way the Mass is set up is a priest could even have Mass without a congregation because it is the Mass is a celebration of the church. It is not the priest's Mass. It is not the people's Mass. It is for everybody. It's the church's way of trying to give glory and praise to God, right? But I always tell people, if you are going to get something out of the Mass, if the Mass is truly going to be a meaningful celebration of God's gift to you, if you truly want to engage in those two full concepts of remembrance and communion, there has to be reverence. You know, you mm -hmm. have to apply yourself to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that if there's anything that is really missing from the celebration of the Mass today, I think it is that reverence where... Uh, I don't, I don't think people really appreciate in whose presence they are, mm. you know, and I think reverence is in a way a human language, a human way of saying that, you know, we do acknowledge that we are in the presence of the Almighty, right? Mm -hmm. And that we appreciate that gift that he's given, given, uh, given us of himself in mm -hmm. the form of, of, you know, the sacred species. Yeah. You know? We've become so casual in our American culture in so many ways. I mean, you yeah. just think about the way people dress now for work yeah, versus know, the way right? they dressed, you know, in our parents, you know, generation, our grandparents generation, you know, it was, yeah. it was ties, coats, you know, dress. Everyone looked sharp, you know, when they would go to go to work. Uh, yeah. But now we see how people go to, you know, it's casual business, casual, even less than business casual. Yeah, exactly. And the, the, the casual nature of our culture has certainly influenced the casual way in which people, people tend approach to approach mass. the mass yes. right and approach yeah. not just the mass alone but you know celebration of all our sacraments mm -hmm. and uh one thing i always try to do especially if i celebrate say baptism uh that's always the first thing i try to call people to you know our faith is is very routine, uh, not a faith, but a celebration of the sacraments is very structured, right? You know, we all know what the responses are. We know what the priest is going to say next. The only thing you really cannot anticipate is what he's going to say in a homily, but everything else is called, you could almost anticipate. And sometimes you can anticipate. Sometimes you, you, know some guys you could anticipate what they'll say in the homilies. <laughs> oh, God help us. <laughs> so, but, uh, but so because of the structured nature of the liturgy, I think for a lot of people, uh, without that attitude of reverence, then they become very casual, you mm -hmm. know, casual with it, and you know they 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 do not apply themselves fully mm -hmm. uh, to what the liturgy intends to accomplish in them. Yeah, you know, so yeah. You know, one of the things I've um, spoken of from time to time is is drawing the parallels, some of the parallels between kind of just physically what we do and what happens at mass, like the way the 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 church is set up and the way we come into the church and how we're seated and how we're oriented, I draw the parallels with like going to a play or to a movie, yeah. you know, um, we come in, we take our seats, we're all pointed in the same direction. There's kind of this, you know, elevated 
stage or whatever, you know? And um, when you, when you look at those parallels, you can see how, if we're not entering into the mass with, with a real um, consciousness of what we're doing, we can fall into the same mode of, Oh, I'm just coming in to be entertained, you know, because I do the same thing. When I go to a a movie, I come in, I find my seat, I sit down, I wait until somebody comes out on the stage or on the screen and then I I get entertained. entertained. That's right. And yeah, that can, that mentality can creep into our, our celebration of mass. Yeah. And unfortunately I think, uh, uh, a lot of people seem to be bringing it again some of those uh, secular values into that sacred space, and and I think that sometimes that hurts their participation at mass. So yeah. we have an announcement to make. Well, I was just um, going to say it's uh, great to have this kind of conversation broadcast on the air in it the Archdiocese of Atlanta, but it's isn't only it? possible because we have AM eleven sixty the Quest because we have a Catholic radio station which we have. Long desired in Atlanta, but only recently have attained. And so we want to keep it going. We want to keep it growing uh, so that we can continue to have great programming, edify our faith, encourage our spirits. Uh, but we have to we have to have donations to make it happen. So please, folks, call in, make a donation, support the quest. We've got a few folks that we want to say thank you to who've already made a do- donation. Yeah, so we could see the phone line lighting up in here during break. So thank you guys so much who are calling in and donating. Actually, I'm getting a message as we speak that there's just a lot of calls coming in right now. So okay, reminder, if you can't get through at 470-508-1160, you can Go online to thequestatlanta.com and hit that donate button. Or if you really love uh, the dial tone, you can keep trying 470-508-1160 until you so get if somebody through. So if somebody goes to the website and makes a donation, how soon do we get that transmitted to us? Do we Are we able to see that immediately? Uh, it takes a couple minutes, but it comes okay, immediately to the other okay. room, and then they'll Sounds tell good. us. Sounds yeah, good. All exactly. right. So, so you some can go of to these the website. Are, yeah, and some of these yes. are online as well. Okay. So thank you to... Oh, Diane S. from Bluffton says, love them both, knew both when they were in seminary, and know their parents. So oh. <laughs> thank you, Diana. Thank you, Diana. That's great, Diana. We I know who that is. That. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. And then we've got Tony H. from Dekula. Um, Denise P. in honor of Father Ketter. Oh, that's a monthly donation. So, Father Ketter, can you ring the bell? Oh, I love it. Love it. Who did oh, that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm so jealous right now. Monthly donation. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Can I get someone to do a monthly donation for me, too? I know so you, I can guys, ring this bell? you guys can't see Father Henry in here, but he was not willing to give up that bell. So, please, <laughs> just Father so, Henry Just so you club, know, I did actually blush when that happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Who was that that made that That was Denise P., and okay. it does not say from Thank what you, city. Thank you, Denise. Okay. God bless you. That's great. And then we've got Mark J. from Dekula in honor of Father Henry. Um, Peter U. from Grayson. Lindora Reyes from Noonan. Uh, Lindora says, Thank you, Father Henry from the Reyes family. Um, Vi V. From Rex for Father Ketter. Yes, V. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> and Heather B. from Marietta. Lori C. from Bethlehem, Georgia, for Father Henry. Teresa L. from Sandy Springs. Let's see. Oh, this is, okay, this is beautiful. Teresa says that Father Ketter heard her first confession in 2012, and she is a new Catholic. Awesome. Praise God. Thank you so much, Teresa. Um, Martha R. from Roswell for Father Ketter. Mm. Christine C. from Lawrenceville says that she loves Father Henry. 
Oh, my goodness, we are you. just going, Who doesn't? Going. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, really, now. Who doesn't? <laughs> um, okay, so we also have Kelsey M. from Lawrenceville, Jennifer M. from Loganville for Father Henry, and one more is popping up as we speak. It says Maggie C. from Grayson. Let's see. I'm not sure if that's in honor of someone, but... Thank you all. They're literally just popping up on my screen as we go. So just a reminder, we do have a match of $1,500 for the donations that we are getting after break for the first $1,500. Please, the younger priest threw down the gauntlet yesterday, all right? This is the dueling priest hour. Well said. And they raised $8,120. So we have to get at least... 8,121 for this hour and 30 calls. Can you guys make that happen and let us ring the bell? <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, I think we, we could can. do it. I think yeah. we could do it. We have a few more minutes, so we'll be able to do it. And um, uh, again, just reflecting something Father Dan said there earlier, we are deeply grateful to all the, all the uh, contributors that have really helped us out this hour. And we are waiting for those who are still trying to get in. Please uh, go ahead and make your pledge as soon as you can. 470-508-1160. So as we've been talking uh, in the last hour about uh, the kingdom of God for this uh, spring pledge drive with the, the Quest Atlanta, uh, we, we're talking about the kingdom of God. And I think, uh, Father Dan, we've talked a little bit about the Mass and I'd like us very briefly to change gears a little bit, because mm-hmm. as we know, um, again, from the beginning, I talked about the fact that Jesus Christ came to establish a kingdom. So everything about his ministry was to make God's kingdom present in the world. Mm-hmm. And we often talk about uh, our relationship to God in spousal terms, right? We always use that, that kind of a nuptial image to describe our relationship with God. And that is why marriage is so central not only to the life of the church, but to the stability of the world, you know, because it is the relationship that truly reflects man's relationship with God, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'd like you to just kind of, I guess, uh, base on that a little bit. Uh, and I have a couple of questions that I'm going to like to ask you to address, especially based on your work at the tribunal, yeah, um, yeah the uh, the Metropolitan Tribunal. But I'd like you to kind of build up a little bit on that spousal image sure. of the kingdom. Yeah, yeah, you know, of of all the the, the images or concepts that God um, could use, and and he and, and he and he does use in his um, in his revelation in, in the Word of God and in sacred tradition, he does use a, a number of ways to communicate the the relationship that he desires with us, the love that he has for mm-hmm. us. But one of the central images that God has chosen to use to to reveal to us the nature of the relationship that he wants with us is the the institution and the image of, of marriage. Absolutely. We see that throughout the pages of scripture, um, as has been pointed out by, by many, the Bible begins with a marriage and it ends with, with a marriage. It begins right. with the, the, the marriage of, of Adam and Eve in the, right. the very opening chapters of the book of Genesis. It culminates in the book of Revelation with the wedding feast, the wedding feast of, the lamb. of the Lamb. That's right. And in uh, the pages in between, we time and again come across this use, God's use of the, the institution of marriage to, to reveal, to share uh, how it is that he wants us to relate to him, how it is he wants us to understand his love for us. So the prophets of the Old Testament, uh, Hosea, Isaiah, and others used this image of marriage to reveal God's uh, desire for an intimate, uh, total, life-giving uh, relationship with us. And then, of course, when Jesus came 
as the uh, in the fullness of time mm-hmm. uh, when God's self-revelation reached its pinnacle, he revealed himself as the bridegroom. You'll recall how John the Baptist uh, pointed him out as uh, as the bri- bridegroom and that John the Baptist himself is the, the best man. Jesus himself spoke of spoke of himself as as the bridegroom and uh, and beautifully uh, Jesus uh, work of redemption uh, his saving passion and death and mm-hmm. resurrection on the cross mm-hmm. uh, when his his saving death uh, was achieved was at its fulfillment what did he say he said it is consummated that's right. It is finished. It is, it is finished. It is consummated. Right. Consummatum est. Yeah. Okay. Which is a, a nuptial term, right? That's right. I mean, it's the most right. intimate moment of of union between husband and wife. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, in his saving passion on the cross, even then drew upon this marital right. image right. to communicate right. what he was doing. He was drawing us into a marital relationship, a nuptial relationship with him and in him with, with God, our father. Yeah. And that's a very beautiful description. I mean, looking at the, uh, the historical context in scriptures of how God over time uses the image, this image of, uh, of marriage, the spousal image to continue to try to, uh, describe the kind of relationship that the father has with us. I mean, we do understand that, uh, because we live in a sinful world, and uh, our ability to be able to understand and to appreciate that image as it is given to us through scriptures, you know, sometimes it's hard for us to um, to truly appreciate it, to truly uh, understand, the, the, you know, the Father's intent, um, especially in, uh, in our own day and age, you know, going through the uh, sexual revolution uh, or sexual liberalization. I think that uh, it becomes even harder for us to appreciate that. But I think when we go back to the Gospels, you know, I think uh, all the three synoptic Gospels carry out this misunderstanding of marriage that the people brought to Christ. And they said, you know, uh, is it lawful for anyone to divorce his wife whatsoever? And Jesus Christ has to go into uh, this mode of correction, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Moses had given dispensation for this, but that was not the Father's will from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because I think that a lot of people struggle with understanding the church's teachings on marriage, understand, mm-hmm. trying to understand, sure. you know, why the church is uh, particularly uh, uh, adamant about uh, the fact that we have to follow marriage as it is given to us in the scriptures. And so because of that, uh, one of the common challenges that we have, especially when we go through uh, preparing people for sacraments and all of that, is always uh, people who have been in marriages marriages where they've had a divorce or people who get into second marriages, right, without getting a uh, procedure, the uh, annulment procedure through the church, and now they are away from communion. So given the fact that you are the uh, judicial vicar in the archdiocese and that you do work on a lot of marriage cases, I'd like you to shed a little bit of light on this issue about uh, the necessity of the annulment process. If you divorce, I mean, the concept of divorce in, in the church and uh, the uh, value of the annulment process mm-hmm. and, you know, why the church is, is very particular about that. Yeah, And I think before you get into that, I think we have a 
a few announcements to make. So we'll get uh, Rachel to make an announcement of a few more donors that we have. Yes, so we are getting close to the end of day two of our pledge drive. We've got about 10 minutes remaining. So the number again is 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com. I do see the names are still popping in. So we have um, thank you, a big thank you to Marilyn M. from Roswell. Um, Father Henry, I think this one's for you from Edwin A. And Edwin says, not only am I the better brother, but also the better soccer player. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, uh, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, uh, he's definitely been looking at the wrong mirror. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have Eddie R. from Lilburn. And Eddie says, thank you, Father Henry, for shepherding your flock so well. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate that. Amen. Alan Z. from Lawrenceville for Father Henry. Maria Magdalena C. from Roswell. Mary Kay from Johns Creek. And George S. from Grayson. Now, remember, we do have that $1,500 match. And the goal that we are going for this hour um, is... Well, Father Henry's it's 10, goal is ten thousand. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we've got to get this ten thousand, yeah. and we need uh, at least thirty calls or online donations. So I'm actually checking that right now. And you want to guess how many donors you have this hour? Twenty-four. Thirty-seven. Ring oh, that 37. bell. Thirty-seven. See, okay. Very good. So ring there the we bell. go. So we could ring the bell. And folks, just so you know, we will not be bullied by two new priests, okay? <laughs> it is not going to happen. That's so right. we're going to meet that goal. And so our total right now is 3710 So we are not close enough to $10,000. Okay. No. Guys, you I'm, need to call in. Exactly. Man, they, we have 10 guys, more minutes to go. Yeah, those guys must have had some some big donors. <laughs> I mean, if they got 30 calls, but they hit... 8,000 8, plus? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's okay. I think, well, yeah. We'll keep going. I think they were gaming the system. <laughs> exactly. I think they lined up. So what's some. that number again? Well, you know, oh, that number right here, 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. And as we've been saying, you can go online to the website and you can donate there. And I suppose you can donate through the app, right? Yes, yeah, there is a donate can. button in the app as well. Yeah, oh, and okay. if, the, if the app is anything like the website, you cannot miss the donate button. No, you can't. <laughs> like, that's right. <laughs> it hits you in the face right when you right when you log on. So Absolutely. yeah, use those uh, those tools as well for making a donation for Absolutely. us, folks. Thank you to, for to all who have donated, and uh, please, if you're out there listening, enjoying the the programming, but haven't yet made a donation. Uh, we'd be ever so grateful to have you uh, make a contribution during our hour here. We got just 10 minutes to go to hit our ambitious goal of $10,000. So, so please support us in reaching that goal. Thank you. So Father, Father Dan, uh, before we, we got into the announcements, uh, I was asking you about the uh, tribunal process yeah. and the need for, the, or the annulment process, yeah. uh, given the, uh, the state in which marriage mm-hmm. as an institution is in the world today yeah. and the church's teachings on that so right it's a it's a it's a, it's a challenging um subject it's just a challenging aspect of of the church's ministry yeah. uh and and the first thing i want to say is just uh, a word of of compassion okay. for people who've had the the very sad very difficult sometimes very traumatic experience of of the breakdown of a marriage and and a divorce Mm -hmm. uh we want them to know first and foremost that um we care about them absolutely we love them we're not here to judge them hey we're here to support and help them Mm -hmm. um but supporting and helping people doesn't as any parent will tell you as any parent doesn't mean just 
giving people what they want. Absolutely. It's what right. they need. And what they need is the Lord Jesus and his saving, healing, life-giving truth. That's right. Word. Absolutely. And that's really our ministry there in the tribunal is to take the the salve that is uh, the good news that mm-hmm. Jesus announced to us and apply that to the wounds of people yeah. uh, who come to us. Um, now, a lot of times that it takes time for people to see it that way, to understand it that way, but that's ultimately our 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 task, our, okay. our mission there is to take the the salve of uh, the good news and apply it to the wounds of the people and try and help them to heal those wounds in such a way that they are able to live in conformity with Christ's teaching, mm. which comes to us through, through the church. And one of the s- central uh, properties, mm. one of the, we call it the essential properties of marriage is its indissolubility. Okay. And we can understand that when we kind of go back to what we were just talking with about earlier in its connection with marriage's connection with God's relationship with us, right? Okay. God has um has wed himself to us. Absolutely. Through Christ his son. Yeah. Okay? We know that God doesn't do things in half measures. Absolutely. Or conditionally. It's total. It's total. Yeah, it's total. It's total. Yeah. And so marriage being a, sort of a living sign, a living testimony to the love that God has for us, the relationship that God has for us, needs to mirror that okay, same that, kind of totality. Okay. That totality. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and so... As Christ taught when he was in that uh, exchange with with the Pharisees, God's original plan wasn't for for divorce, divorce, wasn't for separation. Rather, yeah. it was for the permanence of the marital bond to be a true sign okay. of the love of God for oh, wow. us. That's powerful. His His bride. Yeah, and I think that really, I mean, it really gives uh, you know puts in context. Um, I think that the churches, uh, like I say, lack of better word, adamants in trying to uh, to ensure that the church is faithful, that the world is faithful to the uh, to this nuptial image or to the nuptial institution that God mm-hmm. has entrusted to us. Uh, but I think that, as again, I guess from a from a pastoral point of view, I think you know people struggle with um, well. I went into the marriage. I was completely committed to it. I gave myself to it. The fault is the other person's. We got a divorce, not because of any fault of my own, mm-hmm. because of the other person's fault. And they want to remarry. And then now, you know, we they have to go through an annulment process and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd like you to speak a little bit to that process. You mm-hmm. know, why is that process necessary? Because we know, yes, um, we know that, yes, uh, Going into marriage, there's a totality, and a lot of people go with that, with that mindset, right? The total gift of self. But when they go in it, uh, you know, different things happen. Yeah. So I'd like you uh, when we come back from uh, the announcement to talk a little bit about the necessity of the annulment process yeah. and what is accomplished to, through that process. For sure, okay, for sure, we can definitely do so that. So I'm going to ask Rachel to announce again. We have some more generous people on the line. 
Yes, and we are, I'm getting word that donations are coming in faster than they can give them to me in the document. So this is great. great. They're still popping in. And because of that, because we want to make sure that Father Henry and Father Dan are getting their full donations in this uh, dueling priest competition, we're going to go about (laughs) 10 minutes past the hour so that donations can keep being recorded. But I'll tell you who has popped in thus far. So thank you to Brian and Holly M. Thank you to Fred I., Michael and Lisa V from Atlanta, Gloria Christina C from Loganville, Mary R from Duluth, and I can see that there are more popping in as we go, so we'll come back for an announcement again soon, but please keep calling and we will keep taking your calls at 470-508-1160 or go online. Father Henry, where do we go online? Well, we go online to thequestatlanta.com and there you'll be able to see the donate button and you can make your donation. Okay. And if you put in an extra zero, that's just fine with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of zeros. A couple, you know, sure. Yeah. yeah. Go for the big ones. Don't be bashful. That's right. Um, <laughs> so I noticed that a couple of those donors were, you know, a man and a woman's name. So I'm assuming husband and husband wife. Husband and wife. So, yeah. which I thought was very appropriate given that we're talking about marriage. And I thought maybe we could make a, a, a pointed plea or a directed outreach to all married people who are listening. Yeah. Make a donation. You know, not in honor of Father Henry or Father Me, in honor of your spouse. Your spouse, yeah. That would be a beautiful thing to do right now. Call in when you make that donation, say, in honor of my spouse to whom I have been wed for, you know, know, tell us how many years that's been. What a a nice tribute to to your marriage. So there you go. That's great. All right, uh-huh. so Father Dan, yeah. take it on with the uh, the question about the annulment. Yeah, the annulment process. I yeah. would say one of the most important things I could share about the annulment process is, uh, first, what it isn't. Yes, okay. okay. Um, oftentimes we speak about getting an annulment as if it's just a, a, a bureaucratic process uh, for which I have to jump through enough hoops, whatever hoops the church tells me, and if I jump through all those hoops at the end, I get my annulment. Yeah. yeah. And I often say that makes it sound like going to get a fishing license, right? Well, you know, right. I gotta go, right. I gotta fill out this paperwork, <laughs> I gotta give them my ID and whatnot. But if I do all that eventually I'm gonna get my fishing license. license you know. Right. Yeah. But that's that's not it at all. Um rather uh what we are doing in the annulment process is we're trying to answer a question. Okay. Really the whole process is framed around a question. Okay. And the question is was this marriage that's been presented before us, is there evidence to show us that when the, the, the husband and the wife exchanged their consent, that there was something impeding mm-hmm. that exchange that prevented the marital bond from coming into existence? So when you, when you say their consent, you mean during the time of the celebration when they say, I I take you to be my mm-hmm. my spouse uh, yeah. in good times and in bad and in, in sickness and in health to love and to cherish you know till death was part. So yeah. when they made that promise that that vow to the other person, yes. So if they had full understanding of what they were doing of what, well, the um, so the consent is what brings marriage into existence. Okay. Okay. So. What makes marriage? It's consent that makes marriage. Okay. We learned that back in the seminary, seminary, right? Yes. It's yep. consent that makes marriage. Right. So, yeah, it's those yeah. exchange of vows before a minister of the church in the presence of two witnesses that makes 
marriage. marriage yeah. okay? But in order to uh, validly exchange that consent, um, certain elements have to be present. Okay. Uh, or maybe to put it negatively, uh, certain things can't be absent. Can't be absent. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and so what we're looking at is uh, the consent that was exchanged and all the circumstances surrounding that exchange of consent to see if there's evidence that something essential was missing okay. or defective. So so based on what you're saying, uh, I guess I, what I pick up from this is anything that has to do with the annulment process has to be prior to the moment of consent. So I give you an example. So uh, a lady comes to me and says, "Father Henry, my husband was unfaithful. I want to get out of the marriage. Well, they got out of the marriage. They got a divorce because of that. Does that become a reason for her to get an annulment? Because that is something that happened in the marriage. But so far, you've been talking about consent, right. which is something that happens on the day of the wedding. So does the annulment have to do only with the consent? So anything prior to the marriage, and not." Post wedding day, yeah, it's really all focused on that moment day. of consent. That's consent. what that's what we're looking at. Okay, you know the church inner tradition has, and still to this day, speaks of marriage as a contract. Okay, um, and that might seem like kind of cold yeah. uh, and sterile, mm-hmm. but um, it's actually a rich, very rich concept. The the notion of of a contract. And it's helpful language, too, when we're trying to understand what exactly annulment is. So as anyone knows who's entered into a contract, say a contract with your cell phone carrier, okay, there's terms that are spelled out in the contract. Um, And the people who enter into that contract have to be capable of fulfilling those terms, Terms. okay? Okay. Um, And if something, if there's, if, say, in a civil court of law, something could be found that was... um, radically wrong defective with, in yeah, that, with in that, that contract, contract. Yeah. they would be free from the contract they wouldn't Absolutely. be bound by that contract okay, okay? similar uh, with the contract that is marriage okay, okay? there's uh, uh, we have to look at what were the couples capable of what were they actually contracting to okay. on that day when they exchanged their consent what happened before is not really relevant. What happened after After is not not really relevant. I mean, it is relevant in that it can help us understand better where their heads and hearts were when they exchanged consent. consent But what somebody did before or what somebody did years after, those aren't grounds, we say, for an annulment. Yeah, for declaring the marriage to be invalid. It's really what was contained at that moment the of the consent. Capable of at that moment of consent. So what you're saying is that things that happened prior to the exchange of wedding vows or things that happen after do not necessarily have a direct bearing on the annulment on the consent um, well the consent is 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 the heart of it uh but those things could be a window mm-hmm. into yeah if there, there was anything defective yes about the consent that yeah. was given at the time at that time that's right yeah and i think that is i think that's very important because um i think that for a lot of people um, uh, it's important to understand because, again, we live in a world, we just talked about this world that is driven by so many secular forces. And I think that, uh, you know, jokingly, somebody once said, you know, Father Henry, well, I did the consent because it was part of the ceremony, right? You know, um, and I think that 
maybe on our part as pastors of souls, as priests, uh, maybe we need to do a better job of emphasizing the need of that consent. But I think that people too, when they enter into the, into the, uh, the sacrament, I think they too need to truly understand the value of that consent. And again, going back to this nuptial image between us and uh, between us and God, mm-hmm. that um, marriage becomes that uh, that image that helps us to truly describe, truly capture the 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 total gift of self mm-hmm. that that characterizes our relationship with God, right? Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so we I, have, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, while well, we've been while well, we've been. Talking, uh, yes, that's right. people have been donating. <laughs> that's right, right. <laughs> so we want to acknowledge those people who have made a donation. Uh, so Rachel, take it away. Yes, yeah, so we we'll be on for about five more minutes. So feel free to keep calling. Keep okay. going online for 70-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. Um, real quick, just to jump back for a minute. Um, I announced earlier at Catherine T from Alpharetta. That one was for you, Father Ketter. So oh, just wow. so you know. I need all the credit Ouch. I can get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we've got more for you, Father oh, Henry. Okay, yeah, no you. doubt, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Maria S. from Lawrenceville. We have Sonia F. from Decatur. And Sonia says, in honor of our holy priests. And oh, that is a monthly donor who wants oh, to ring the bell. Oh, it's Father Henry's turn. Why, no, no. She said holy priest or she said holiest priest. Oh, when yeah. it, it, she did say holy priest. Holy, I'm, I'm a holy plural. priest, but he's plural. a holy. Okay, that's right. right. I'll do it on behalf of Father Dan and myself. Okay. Thank you. What was her name again? Say that again. What was her name? Sonia. Oh, Sonia. Thank you so much, Sonia. Thank you, We Sonia. appreciate your generosity. Yes. And we also have Josephine H. from Lawrenceville for Father Henry and Rudy L. from Lawrenceville for Father Henry. Oh, thank you. So if thank you, you haven't heard your name called on air yet, but you just donated, please know. Oh, man, I see literally another one popping in on the phone right now. Great. So if yeah. you haven't heard your name yet, don't worry. We are still getting them into the spreadsheet. And worst comes to worst, we will announce yours tomorrow morning and tell which priest you are in honor of. Um, would you like a running total at the moment yes we why don't we get that please number of calls and number of the, calls on the, the total total dollar all right amount. so there's still some popping in but at the moment number of donors is 45 for this hour that is wow. incredible that is i believe that's the highest number of car calls thus far oh so, look at that excellent awesome. yes. and the great pledge job people total, yeah thank you guys the <laughs> yes. pledge total is 5330 so if i do some quick math um, you do have a fifteen hundred dollar uh, match, so match. that puts us at six thousand eight hundred and thirty. Oh, all right. So we're not quite there yet, we're but you close. can keep calling. Keep we calling are getting online. close, folks. And uh, there's a couple of things. Yeah. So number one, uh, I have to take Father Dan to dinner. So this is not. He is not going to be in the studio all night. We I won't know. be using your money though to do exactly. that. Exactly. No, no, no we're not using your money wallet. for that. So, <laughs> so. Uh, Father Dan will not be in the studio all night. I know you you all love listening to him. Uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is, thank God, the quest is not like the archdiocese. They don't, you know, you don't have to give the money if the money doesn't come in. But uh, what I like to say is that we are really grateful for all the people who have helped us this hour. Uh, we thank you for partnering with the quest in this great work of evangelization that they're doing. Uh, but we want you to understand that we are asking for an ongoing support. So uh, we are grateful for the support you give this hour. But the work of Quest has to continue going on. They have to continue reaching out to to uh, you know the people in our metro area and to support uh, to help support the uh, the the gospel uh, that we as a church we're trying to promote. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh 
about you, Father Henry, but um, I have heard so often over the years about people who came back to the practice of their Catholic faith or became Catholic through uh, the impact of EWTN television. Absolutely, yes. Um, They just happened to stumble across it when they were, you know, browsing, surfing their 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 channels on their television or mm-hmm. um you know one way or another it was um catholic media okay that brought them to the faith yeah. um back to the faith or for the for the first time into the church i would love it you know 10 years down the line we're we're running into people who say you know oh yeah i i happened to stumble across the quest the as quest i was driving right. absolutely and it right. made me curious or or i heard a program on the quest and it was just spoke to me at a time when i was in real need and i ended up taking yeah. it as a sign from god how awesome would that be but it's only going to happen if the quest is here it's here that's and, right and I mean. and and expanding the 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 signal the reach the programming so that we can have that kind of impact on people's lives in Atlanta. Absolutely. Uh, we're coming up to the uh, end of our program here. And so I'm going to have Rachel to read uh, uh, the last round of, of uh, donors. And then afterwards, Father Dan and I are going to run up for you. Okay. Again, if you want to call that number, it's not too late. 470-508-1160. Or you could go to the website, thequestatlanta.com, And there you could also make your donation. And also you could also go to the uh, Google Play Store and download the app. Uh, the Quest app is on the, on, the, on the Play Store. You could also do that and... Uh, Make your donation that way. So, Rachel, you want to take it? Perfect. So, we've got Rudy L. for Father Henry from Lawrenceville. Tom G. from Lawrenceville. Kathy M. from Lawrenceville for Father Henry. And Renee S. And let's see. Oh, Renee is... Let's see Renee's message. Um, Station is awesome and helps me every day. Renee is from Marietta. And Renee is a monthly donor. So, we can end with a bell. Oh, look at that. Do it, Father. Father Dan, you got it. You got it. You're you're such a humble man. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So So. uh, so we wrap things up here on our hour plus at the end of day two of the spring pledge drive. We have raised how much money, Rachel, and how many folks have made a donation? So it looks like this hour before we put in the match is 5,685 from 48 donors. Wow. This is okay. incredible. That okay. is incredible. And we'll just assume that that's probably going to go up by another 3,000. 3,000, know, after, right. <laughs> after, after we sign off. So if we didn't quite catch Father's... Paul Porter and Michael Bremer in terms of dollar amount, mm-hmm. although that's not that's that, that's not, that's not that's determined not, yet. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah no, you know, we not. may still yet catch them. We did definitively beat them soundly, roundly <laughs> defeat <laughs> them in number of dollars. without a doubt. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> okay. correct. Okay. So, if you're listening, fathers. Paul Porter, Michael Bremer. Michael Bremer. You guys got to bring a better game next That's time. Right, next Come time. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's been a very uh, wonderful hour, very engaging hour. Father Dan, thank you so much. It's for always great to be with you, my friend. Yes, it has been a great hour. Uh, you know, sharing about the kingdom of God and trying mm-hmm. to help people appreciate, I think, uh, the mass a little bit uh, mm-hmm. and appreciating the reverence and the call to reverence for the mass. But also, I think, uh, that nuptial image 
um, of the kingdom of God, recognizing that again, Jesus Christ came to remind us that our dedication to God has to be total. And there's no better institution in the world that reveals that to us, uh, like the sacrament of marriage does. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's been a very enlightening hour. I mean, you know, I always love to learn and, and, uh, think i've learned quite a, a good bit from you this this evening so i always learn sitting at your feet <laughs> the oh feet I'm, of the master. I'm, I'm telling you it goes both ways you know <laughs> i've chosen the better part <laughs> okay so we're going to round up this hour again on behalf of father dan Kedon, and myself i'm father henry atem and we thank all those who have been uh, supporting us for this last hour we ask you to please continue supporting the quest, uh, dial in and, and listen to the uh, programming. Um, the pledge drive rounds up tomorrow. Um, the uh, spring pledge drive, seek the kingdom, uh, seek his kingdom. And um, we ask you, n do not forget that number, 470-508-1160. You go to the website, thequestatlanta.com, or you could download the app on the uh, Google App Store. Okay. So, Father Dan, I think we'll conclude with a prayer. And um, is that it, Rachel? Yep, All right. exactly. Okay. All right. I open it up. You I close, close it, it up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Almighty and gracious God, we are grateful to you for the many blessings that you've bestowed upon us. We thank you especially for the gift of the church. Uh, this institution that your son, Jesus Christ, came on earth to establish for the salvation of the world. We are grateful that you called us to be a part of that uh, institution to continue to bring your salvation to the ends of the earth. We ask you to bless us, to bless uh, all those who continue to work for the quest, those who support the quest, all those who have called us uh, this hour to support us and to support the mission of this radio station. We ask that the the fruits of their labor may be multiplied by your grace and that you help us in everything uh, to continue to give you glory and praise. For indeed, you are Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May God bless each one of us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Patrick. That, that's right. Pray for us. Pray right? for us. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. The Angelus will come up next. Please join us in the Infant of Prague Novena Prayer for the success of our Seek His Kingdom Pledge Drive. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, O Jesus, who has said, Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened, through the intercession of Mary, your most holy mother, I knock, I seek, I ask that my prayer be granted for the success of our Seek His Kingdom Pledge Drive. O Jesus, who has said, All that you ask of my Father in my name, he will grant you. Through the intercession of Mary, your most holy mother, I humbly and urgently ask your Father in your name that my prayer will be granted for the success of our Seek His Kingdom pledge drive. O Jesus, who has said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Through the intercession of Mary, your most holy mother, I feel confident that my prayer will be granted for the success of our Seek His Kingdom pledge drive. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>